Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Wrapping up, take command. Uh, all right, Logan, you are at the Senior Bowl. Uh, it, obviously, we're going to have our eye on quarterbacks this week. Bo Nix is in, Michael Penix are down there. Um, we're going to be doing a lot more stuff on the quarterbacks moving forward. So let's put them to the side for the moment. When you look at some of the other big positions of need, and I'll say like offensive tackle, edge, tight end, linebacker, any of those yeah. position groups particularly intrigue you this week as you get set to go to your first practice down in Mobile? I mean, they all intrigue me because they're all need positions, right? But they intrigue me in different ways. So, for example, the O-line, I mean, it's incredibly deep this year. And I think, like, they're, I think uh, we talked about this on the last podcast. There's probably going to be seven to eight offensive tackles, offensive linemen drafted in the first round. And it's fun because a couple of those guys are here. So, Talisi Fuaga is here, the guy from Oregon State. Measured in yesterday, 33-inch arms, a little shorter. So, you know, some people say he might be a guard. And this is a good opportunity to kind of see, hey, am I a guard? Am I a tackle? I think you can do both. Uh, Troy Fontenew from Washington, from UW, will be here. He's one of the best kind of guard tackles in the class, played left tackle at UW. Is he converting inside? Tyler Guyton, Jordan Morgan, also like tremendous talents. Tyler Guyton converted tight end. I mean, just is a tremendous athlete. And so, like, if by some miracle – he slips to you in the second round. I think you're doing backflips if you're watching him. But all those guys, to me, feel like first-round players. 
Then you kind of get into that second tier of guy, and you get like the Kingsley uh, Sumatayas, right, from BYU, who's kind of a more developmental guy, bigger body, kind of that athletic frame. But what, I guess what I'm trying to point out here is there are a lot of good football players at the tackle positions. Brendan Coleman from uh, from Texas. No, Christian Jones from Texas. Brendan Cole from, Coleman from TCU. So there's like, I don't want to say you can throw a rock because like you said, it's a little bit more top heavy because like they value that position. It's going to move up. But I think there's going to be guys there in the second round if you value them appropriately that can make that pick. And I think that's why it's exciting for me to be here this week because there's a lot of guys that meet this criteria. There's a lot of guys that I have a draft grade on. There's a lot of guys I have a starter grade on. And it's just about seeing how they perform in this setting. So let me ask you this slash ask you this on behalf of the audience, because I think the term position flex got a poison forever here in DC <laughs> over the last four years. When you say like, is he a guard? Is he a tackle? What What is the line of delineation there? What makes someone guard material versus someone who can play outside? Like what are the traits? And then what, like, why does it work for some and not for others? Well, I think Brendan Coleman's a really good example of this. He's a TCU tackle. He played tackle at TCU, but he's probably going to play guard here. And so you're, what you're looking for is just kind of a different type of athleticism. So tackles tend to be like basketball players. They have this really nice hip flexibility. They can kind of glide out of their set. And if you think about it, they have more space to contend with. So you want to see kind of this really athletic flexibility and then strength and power. And guards can be a little bit more rigid, right? They're kind of deal and that's what Brendan Coleman brings, right? He's like this rigid, tight backed, tight hipped, but he gets his hands on you, he can move you out of the spot, right? And I think like that's a really good juxtaposition. Like, yeah, Brendan Coleman can play tackle, but why do I want to put that guy out there? I want a Tyler Guyton to play tackle, right? I want Felici Fuaga, right? He's a very good athlete in terms of how he moves. The arm length might be an issue, but we'll see. That's what this this week's for, right? Um, but I want that more athletic kind of basketball type out there because, again, they're not dealing with the same body types. And I think that's one of the reasons kind of diverging here is why you see like Chris Jones or Deron Payne when they move to the edge. They give tackles a hard time because they're not used to dealing with those big body types, while guards, on the other hand, tend to be very comfortable. Like, oh, I, I got this on lock. I'm ready to rock and roll. So that's kind of the difference. And I, and I do think like this is – I know position flex was poisoned, but there is value there. Right. I want a guy that can play multiple positions because you only carry some teams only carry seven on game day. So like we got to be able to make sure we move people around and, and, and give us an opportunity to get the best five on the field. So that's why a guy like Troy Fontenot from UW, who, again, played left tackle. I don't think he's a left tackle in the NFL. But let's say you have an injury and you say, man, this guy can play left or right tackle if we need to. And we can bring that swing guard in because I personally think it's easier to find a guard than it is to find a tackle. So when there's an opportunity to, guy, to have a guy who's got tackle ability, like I think you got to jump on that, kind of like Sam Cosby. And again, that's one of the reasons why these positions on the offensive line are so valuable, in my opinion. Because let's say you draft a Sam Cosby in the second round, it doesn't work out at tackle. He's a fine tackle, but he's a really good guard. The, you don't miss on the pick in the same way. Right. I, I, think, I do think something that maybe they took that too far uh, on the O-line oh, is like, yeah. You need to get like if you're doing that and with the intention of that guy playing guard, but you know in a pinch he can play tackle, that's one thing. Right. If you do it the other way, that's where you get in trouble. Where if you're yeah. like, we're drafting this guy to play tackle. Oh crap, he's a guard. Well, now you're without right. a tackle. And I think that is that is where they got themselves in trouble um these last couple of years. And where a guy like, you know, Braden Daniels, where everyone's like, Hey dude, guard, and then they draft and play tackle and it didn't yeah. look very good in camp. Um, that's gonna wind up being being a miss if they keep trying to tackle. Obviously, we'll see what the new regime does 
as uh, he missed his entire rookie season on IR. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Um, tight end is another position that that yeah. definitely, I think we see the value, you know, something we didn't really talk about. I guess you touched about it on it briefly, but um, something that's worth underlining uh, about championship weekend is all four teams had stud tight ends. And yeah. some teams had two, like, you know, the Ravens have likely and Mark Andrews. Um, the Chiefs obviously have Kelsey. Uh, 49ers with, with Kittle and, and Laporta with the Lions. It is such a valuable position. What does this class look like? And what is the likelihood that, you know, the commanders can get a really good one with one of those five top 100 picks? Yeah, I mean, obviously there's Brock Bowers. who's probably going to be a top 10 pick, top yeah. five pick, depending on maybe top 15. Like he's, he's maybe the second best pass catcher in the draft. So it just depends on how you want to allocate that resource in terms of value. Um, Jadavion Sanders is a guy that I think is really interesting. A little stiff for me, but he's kind of the second guy. And I do think there is, um, you know, there's guys here at the Senior Bowl that I'm excited to watch, right? There's uh, Jared Wiley from TCU, a guy that blocked like a tackle in 2022 and caught passes like a receiver in 2023. Can those guys be the same player this year? And you got to kind of figure out what's going on there. But after that, you get kind of in this land of misfit toys, right? There's Jaheim Bell, who measured in at 6'1 and 244, so built like a running back, runs like a wide receiver. My comp for him was Debo Samuels, just to give you an idea of like how he fits in an offense. So can he play real tight end for you? Probably not, but maybe like a move F piece. There's Ben Sonat, who is a kind of a fullback. He reminds me a lot of Kyle Juszczyk when I watch him. So again, there's not like this like archetype for the position. There's Theo Johnson for Penn State, a big kind of Gronkowski type guy, but doesn't run that well. You know what I'm saying? There's all these guys that have these warts. So to me, outside of the top three, I don't feel like there's a strong kind of game-changing type player. Tanner McLaughlin from Arizona is interesting, converted wide receiver, moving to the position, runs like a receiver, but doesn't really block very well, doesn't have that dynamic athleticism. So I think an interesting person in this conversation is Johnny Wilson from Florida State. I was just about to ask about him because he was so he was a stud receiver at Florida State, but he gets down there to Mobile and he weighs in at 237. And people are immediately going tight end. And he played at 237, but he's just so damn big. He's 6'6. His arms were 35 inches long, which is crazy. He had the longest wingspan of any non-offensive lineman at the combine. I think only two guys had longer longer wingspans. One was Patrick Paul, who was who's six seven. The other one is Miles Cole, the defensive end from Texas Tech, and he's like six five. He also has the longest arms like ever measured. They were like 36 inches and a quarter at the at the measurement yesterday. So crazy. So like, I I personally think he's a receiver. Like he just moves like a receiver. His route running nuance is so high. But can you kind of maybe 
bastardize his role and be like, hey, we're not going to ask you to block in line, but we'll have you do some like kind of move, maybe some cut blocking, some stuff like that. Because uh, again, he doesn't have like the the physicality. Like he's big, obviously. He's long. He looks like more like a basketball player, but he doesn't have like that that muscular development to be like you could be a tight end right away. Maybe if you gain fifteen pounds, would be that guy. But he's really interesting. It's kind of that big F, big Z potentially. We'll see. And again, that's, it's a big week for him. If he wants to play receiver, this is a great week to say, hey man. I'm Mike Evans. I'm not Jimmy Graham, you know? And so that's kind yeah. of something you're watching because again, like he's a guy that has a very unique skill set, catches the ball. Well, he had a couple drops this year, which were frustrating, but runs excellent routes. One of the better route runners in the class. It's just, he's big as hell. So like, where do you put him? <laughs> right. And, and again, very interesting talent. All right. Uh, last question for you. And then this is harder at the beginning of the week than it will be at the end, but who is like your, one, two, or three candidates for the all Logan Paulson team by the end of the week. Like who's like last year it was we came out and it was like Cody Mock. Love that dude. He's yeah, he just bro. mauls people. I think he's missing some teeth. Like we just we love Cody Mock. Is there anybody going into the week where you're like, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna come out loving this dude. Obviously you'll 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 get the actual Logan Paulson team when you uh when you watch practice, but who's the early candidate? That's a great question. So obviously, uh, Halisi Fuaga, like the way he plays on film, he is just a animal. And I, you know, I like animals. And so he, again, <laughs> it's easy to say him because he's like the first tackle on my board. Right. I put him in my top 10 on my mock draft, which is kind of beyond command center this week. So obviously I really like him a lot, but there's a reason I like him a lot. It's because he plays the game with a violent edge. Um, also there's, uh, what's his name? Simone Vahi for um, Utah who's a really interesting player. And again, like I, I can't wait to watch this guy play. He played safety. He reminds me of like Eric Weddle, not a great tackler, but then he played three games at running back this year and looked like um, Christian McCaffrey. And that's not an exaggeration. So I want to see him. I don't care if he, like, he's excellent. He's very fast and explosive, great ball skills, great in coverage, not a great tackler, but watching him run the football, I was like, I want to see him with the ball in his hands more. So is that is this a week where you kind of say, hey, man, this guy's a dynamic player at the running back position? I don't know, but I want to see him. Johnny Wilson's a guy. Again, I'm, I've got him circled in red pen. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of receivers here that I think are going to be really dynamic football. Uh, you know, we talked about this at nauseum, but those are some guys that I've kind of got circled. Like, what are you going to be? How physical are you? Really? And again, another guy I want to point out, Patrick Paul, just because the measurements came out yesterday, 6'7". 330, 36-inch arms. Like, I don't know if he's the best football player. I don't have him graded that highly, but he's a big son of a gun, and it's always fun to see how those guys play on the first day. So Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited for the all-Logan Paulson team. Uh, <laughs> we'll do that probably early next week. Uh, we anticipate our next podcast being about the next commander's head coach. Uh, whether that happens, we're recording this Tuesday morning. It could happen as soon as today. They're, they're doing the interviews uh, first, I think, in Ashburn today. Then they fly to Detroit uh, to, to do the interviews with Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson. Uh, those could spill into tomorrow, but I would imagine by Thursday at the absolute latest we have a coach, but uh, I would say, I'd say this. Uh, our next podcast will be later this week, and it will be about the new head coach, <laughs> barring something very bizarre happening. Uh, exactly what day that pod will be uh, is kind of a TBD, depending on that news, um, but that's why you subscribe. Whenever uh, it happens, we will have it for you, and of course, if it does happen sooner than Thursday or Friday when we are scheduled to record again, we'll try to get you some instant reaction uh, from the Hoffman Show that we will stick in the Take Command feed. Often Logan will call in, uh, and we'll have him on the radio show and so we get you the 
the, the same insight and analysis in that forum. So subscribe to the Take Command podcast wherever you are listening right now, and we will see you later in the week here on Take Command.